Mini pod alert. Incoming transfer news from Aberdeen FC. This is not a drill. I repeat, this is not a drill. Mitch Leiter foot there. Welcome to episode 53.95 of the ABZ Football Podcast. I'm Gary Scott and yes, it's a mini pod, which means they've only gone and done it again. That's right, Monday evening saw the news break that Aberdeen had made their eighth signing of the summer with the acquisition of Callum Roberts, a left-footed winger from Notts County of the National League for an undisclosed fee rumoured to be in the region of £150,000 that potentially being made up of an upfront fee plus some add-ons and a sell-on fee. Roberts joining on a three-year deal can play as a winger or a number 10 or as an advanced central midfielder. A former England under-20 international coming through the Newcastle United youth system, making a first-team debut for the Magpies in 2015 before being handed a full debut by Rafa Benitez in an FA Cup tie with Blackburn Rovers in January 2019 which he marked by scoring loan spells followed at Gateshead, Kilmarnock and Colchester United before he ended up leaving Newcastle. Ended up with Blythe Spartans where he scored 17 goals in 25 games before being snapped up by Notts County in January 2020 where he helped Notts reach the playoffs in both of his seasons there. Scored 16 goals last season for Notts in an impressive campaign where he played predominantly in front of fellow New Don Jaden Richardson for the back end. Notts County fans appear to be genuinely disappointed to be losing him and despite some reservations about the level from which he's joining, it's fair to say that the classic YouTube showreels appear to indicate we're getting an exciting looking player who can provide some further creativity at the top end of the park and there are definitely whiffs of Ryan Hedges about him in the sense of him being a natural left footer playing on the right, looking to cut in at every opportunity but hey, you know us here on the ABZFP scouting transfer market and why scout to check out his hashtag data is all well and good, but it's always better to get the view of those who've watched the player in action firsthand. So I caught up with Paul Mace, host of the Magpie Circle podcast, to get the lowdown on our new boy in red. Paul Mace from the Magpie Circle podcast, welcome to the ABZ Football podcast. How's it going, Paul? It, it's uh, well it, it's going okay and although we are minus uh our loss is your gain in uh the movement of cal roberts north of the border well yeah indeed that's um that's why we're here i guess after all the uh the news breaking through the course of the day today very rapidly followed up by the announcement uh today that's monday evening that cal roberts had indeed signed for aberdeen from Notts county for an undisclosed fee which i think is believed to be in the region of about 150 thousand pounds potentially whether that's a total all-in fee or if that's split up into an upfront and then some add-ons who knows yet Cal's going to sign a three-year deal with Aberdeen as well and I thought as is typical for us on the, on the ABZ football podcast we always like to get an opportunity to speak to fans of teams who've who've been watching these players for the last few seasons so I guess um, Paul without any further ado what sort of player are Aberdeen getting? Well you're getting a very good player um, you're getting one of that rare breed of modern day footballers who get you on your feet, out of your seat. Um, 
I, I'm not quite sure the reception uh, via social media from Aberdeen fans. Um, clearly, they'll look at Notts County's position in the National League and think, hang on a minute. Um, but he's a good player. The reality is, if you were drawing up a list of best players in the National League, uh, of all the clubs, he would be in just about every single person's top 10 of all the clubs. Hmm. Um, we, we were quite fortunate... I guess, in a sense, to get him, uh, because although he's been in the National League with us for two and a half seasons, um, he he did come through the Newcastle Academy. You know, he's a Geordie boy all the way through um, from an early age, uh, got, I think, one or two appearances for the Newcastle first team, something like the Carling Cup. Um, so what you're talking about here is a, is a fully-fledged, full-time professional for virtually all of his career. Um, he found it very difficult when he was released by Newcastle, released by, you know, your, your boyhood club, um, fell a little bit out of love with football and ended up just rediscovering his love for the game with Blythe Spartans. Uh, and knots were kind of first out of the blocks when he got uh, a ridiculous number of goals in a small number of games. Knotts paid some money to Gateshead to prize him out of there. And I think from the moment he walked into Madeleine, you know, people knew he was a rare talent. Yeah, it's an interesting one because I think you're right. I think some Aberdeen fans this evening have looked at, or during the course of the day, right, and looked at this and gone, oh, it's like, you know, Notts County National League in, in England. Mm. Is it going to be of a standard which is high enough for um for, for the Premiership in Scotland? But I guess, you know, as you say there, a lot, I've said this to a few people today as well, we've seen a number of players actually recently come out of the National League, come up to Scotland and actually do very, very well. Um, Marvin, is it Marvin Johnson, I think, is the guy that comes to mind who came from yeah. Kidder, Mr. Harriers, to... Motherwell did well at Motherwell for a bit, and he's gone on to Oxford United and Sheffield Wednesday, I think, and possibly even Middlesbrough. Was it after that? I can't remember. Um, and you're right. You look at his career history as well for Cal Roberts. I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious that he's obviously, like you say, come through the Newcastle ranks, struggled to get, obviously, that breakthrough into the first team, which, let's be honest, is not uncommon for young players coming through the systems at, at, at clubs like Newcastle. And it's always difficult, I think, for these guys when they do get released and it looks to me exactly what you just said there, that maybe it's taking just a little bit of time for him to kind of wrap his head around that and, I guess, like you say, fall back in love with the game. I mean, certainly the clips we've all seen today excite people. He does look like that classic old-school winger slash number 10, I think, who's got a trick up his sleeve and is going to get backsides off seats. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you are far too young. Um, but for those of your Aberdeen fans who are my age, I'm 59, um, you may remember... Uh, uh, a flying winger, uh, charismatic style of player, uh, Ian Scanlon. Now, Ian yep. was at Notts County, ended up at Aberdeen. Uh, I think charismatic is probably quite a nice way to sum him up. Uh, had his foibles, but uh, like all left-footed players, all left-footed players seem to have great balance, uh, a wand of a foot, do trickery things. And um, it's not, I, I think... Uh, a million miles away to say Kelly's not dissimilar to an Ian Scanlon type of player. He will do things that you think, how on earth has he managed to do that? Um, a lot of the time, certainly in the National League, because um, Kel, although he's left-footed, he like his, his, his personal preference um, would be to play on the right side. And yeah, then he looks this, to yeah. cut in. Yeah, so he's, it's, it's a personal preference. 
clearly he's going to do what your manager tells him to do and play where your manager tells him to play. But uh, on a personal preference, some of his best goals, some of his best movement, um, he, he plays on the right side and he loves to drops the shoulder, tucks inside, and then he gets that shot away. Gareth, a bit like Gareth Bale did on either wing for Tottenham, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he chops inside. Everybody in the ground kind of knows he's going to drop the shoulder, cut inside and get a left foot shot off. The defender knows it as well, um, but he has that capability and that supreme skill that everyone knows what he's going to do, but you can't necessarily stop him. Um, and, and that's part of um, the real skill in his locker. Hmm. Um, I have no doubt um, that he is capable of playing in the SPL. Um, I think we probably reached a stage at Knotts where this is the right move for Kel and for the club. Um, he's gone into the, he was going into the last year of his contract this year. Yeah. Um, and I think it unlikely he would have, um, wished to stay after the end of this contract. Um, and so when you are running into the final year of your contract, clearly your asset value diminishes substantially on the basis you can go for a free at the end of the season and talk to any club you want to um, from Christmas, from January yeah. the 1st. So I think there's been a bit of speculation. Um, I think the fee, like you, um, I've heard um, there's a base level, there's add-ons. It's certainly uh, six figures, uh, not far off from the numbers you're talking about. I believe there is also a percentage sell-on uh, or kickback into Blythe as part of the deal when not sport okay. him. Um, but I think this works. I think it's a fair fee to say that he's in the final year of his contract. I think it's a great new challenge for Kel. Um uh, and I think he goes certainly with all Knox County fans. Um, blessings, you know. We're I think we're a fairly pragmatic bunch, and that it was always going to be an ask for him to see out this season in the final year of his contract. Um, so I I personally think it's it's a good move for both clubs and for Cal. I tell you what, if he does half as well as Ian Scanlon did for Aberdeen, we'll be laughing. Um, Maybe just needs to grow the beard. He doesn't. He doesn't wear. He doesn't have one of them gold chains like Scan used to have. Um, he did score a hat trick for Knotts at Kings Lynn last earlier in the season. I think it was about as long as about fifteen minutes. Yeah, uh, which I watched the highlight he, back today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ian Scanlon, of course, two minutes forty-five seconds. I was a thirteen-year-old on the terraces at Knotts uh, when we played Sheffield Wednesday. We scored three and still didn't manage to win the game uh, before uh, Scan got a bit homesick. Uh, and there were all sorts of stories about him marrying pools winners, wealthy hairdressers, and all the rest of it. And I know that um, I, I, I speak with Mark McGee quite a lot, and Mark recounts the wonderful story in Fergie's book when Fergie turned up at Scan's house uh, and Scan disconnected the doorbell to pretend he couldn't hear Fergie knocking on the door, <laughs> Fergie going mad, and that story's told in Fergie's book. Of course, I had a real integral part in the uh, side that won the 79-80 Scottish Championship, which was Fergie's first ever league title, uh, Ian Scanlon. So yeah, obviously a big comparison there. I, what, what you're talking to me about as well um, around Cal Roberts, it reminds me a little bit of um, Brian Hedge as a player we had in uh, Aberdeen for the last couple of seasons. He left us in January to go to Blackburn Rovers. But from that perspective of a left foot player playing on the right-hand side, always looking to come in off the park and... 
kind of always like you say you kind of know what's about to happen but nobody seems to be quite sure how to stop it so that to me does definitely sound encouraging the other piece as well which is going to be interesting from an Aberdeen perspective this season is of course that playing on the right hand side for Notts County last season meant that he was playing in front of Jaden Richardson who of course has joined Aberdeen as well in the summer so what was their relationship like and did they dovetail well together and obviously that presumably if they did will will bode well for Aberdeen going forward as well yeah, cl- clearly there's a there's a direct relationship for Kel there with Jaden. Played on the same side of the pitch, uh, had a productive relationship. Jaden was uh, on loan from Nottingham Forest to us uh, for the last few months of the season. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, so so that both well. I mean, Jaden is a real speed merchant. You know, you you, you will see that um, uh, phenomenal pace. Likes to get likes to get uh, up and down, and in a funny way, you may well see Jaden putting more crosses in than Kel because Jaden will go on an overlap or, or, or wing back if that's the way they're going to play, whereas Kel will get it, and then he, you know, his his normal preferred move is to cut inside and try and get a shot off. Um, I think the one thing um, that uh, I, I know Kel will be um, very keen. Um, shrug off is the one uh, is the wrong word, but he did suffer um, some injury problems while he was with us, uh, and it took a while for for his knee injury to be fully diagnosed. And he did miss quite a few games. He was away from his home uh, town of Newcastle for the first time, and I think. You know, he, ha- he, he had his challenges when he, he wasn't fit and away from home for the first time. And um, we're quite fortunate. We get to do quite a lot of one-on-one podcasts mm. with the players. Um, and uh, Kel did one for us at the start of last season. And uh, uh, he's a good lad. He doesn't necessarily talk massive amounts. Uh, and everyone seemed to think we'd only be getting 15 minutes of him. And he did about 100 minutes uh, one-on-one. And it's definitely, I'm giving it a free plug, but it's definitely worth Don's fans um, taking a look at it. Because what you will see there uh, is not necessarily Kel Roberts, the footballer, but you will get an insight into Kel Roberts, the individual, Kel Roberts, the person. And also the challenges that footballers can face when they have a serious injury that rules them out for quite a period of time. And I think Kel would say by his own admission, he had some really tough times. You know, when you look at yourself in the mirror, can I sort this out? Um, to his credit, he did. Uh, and you got to say, we, we have a lot of very talented players at Knotts, albeit we're in the lowest standard of football that we've ever competed in, you know, outside of the Football League for the first time ever for the past three seasons. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, Kel Roberts, you know, is is absolutely not a National League player. Um, You could also say that about several other players that we have Mm -hmm. uh, in our club. I think the challenge has been we, we as a club... Uh, for whatever reason, management, coaching, or whatever, have have not maximised um, the full capabilities of individual talent that we have had. So our club now is going to be in a little bit of a transition with Kel going. Uh, we've lost our top striker, Kyle Wooten, to newly promoted Stockport. Um, so some of those real jewels in the crown, we're not going to have anymore. Mm. And you kind of think, you know, we had three strikers all in double figures scoring something like 60 goals, you know, and we finished fifth, you know. And really, when you have got 
assets like that, you really should be getting promoted. So I think that's a little bit of the frustration of Notts fans. Um, but certainly Kel deserves uh, and has earned a bigger, a bigger stage um, and platform on which to apply his talents. And, and I'm sure Aberdeen will be able to do that for him. Yeah, great stuff. I mean, I think, you know, um, the National League is quite possibly the most competitive and hardest league in world football to get out of. I think when you look at some of the teams in there with the budgets that they have and what they're trying to do and still failing to get out of it, it just says everything about how competitive that league is. So fingers crossed, um, Paul, for, for you guys and everyone at Notts, that this is the season where you get yourselves back up the back up in the, the, the football league proper. Listen, Paul, I think it's probably a good time to to wrap things up. Listen, we really appreciate you taking the time to to talk to us tonight to give us the download on our new signing, Calm Roberts. And we'll give the we'll give the podcast that you did with him a, a listen and we'll give it a, a plug in the audio description here on the on the episode so that Aberdeen fans can go and check that out to get a bit more of an insight into our new right midfielder. Paul, like I say, again, appreciate it uh, you taking time to join us tonight and um all the very best for the rest of the season. No problems at all, my pleasure. So there we have it, the interview that Paul references where Cal sat down with the Magpie Circle podcast. The link for that is in the description. It's well worth a listen to get a more in-depth understanding, I guess, of the new signing that's joined Aberdeen this evening. And that's all we've got time for on this mini-pod. We'll see you for episode 54 of the ABZ Football Podcast later in the week. Stand free. Stand free.